Welcome back to the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029. This is episode three. We're covering all of the uh, the past big entertainment stories, or some of the big entertainment stories from the week of May 16th. And we're going to be covering, of course, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Amber Heard was on the stand this week, so Shyler's going to break that down for us. Also, uh, Cardi B shared a an interesting video that uh, that I think that I think people were expecting one thing. But after watching it, you're like, oh, it, it, really, it really wasn't a big surprise. So we'll, we'll go into that. In Which is usually the opposite of how Cardi B's videos go. Usually yeah. this is going to blow my mind. <laughs> yeah. This time it didn't. I think people were probably a little disappointed. But first, let's get to some Jason Momoa news. Everybody loves Jason Momoa. I, I, I don't know one person that does not like Jason Momoa. No, I love Jason Momoa. So first, let's talk about what happened recently. He visited the Sistine Chapel, and uh, he took some pictures. He took some pictures with people. Now, I didn't know this, and apparently Jason Momoa didn't know this, but you're not allowed to take photos inside the Sistine Chapel because apparently the uh, the flash from the photography can be harmful to the artwork. I mean, the art the artwork is hundreds of years old, okay? That does make sense. Right. So... And he's got and he shared photos on Instagram and he just wanted to share his experience. And apparently some fans had some problems with this because, you know, it's a celebrity. Apparently celebrities are supposed to know everything about everything. So, <laughs> you know, God forbid he didn't know that you were not supposed to do that inside the Sistine Chapel. So, of course, they had to raise a big stink about it. And he went on and uh, issued an apology video. It's like, look, you know, I didn't mean to disrespect anybody. I didn't mean to cause a big disruption. I'm sorry. He said that, you know, that he just wanted to share these this experience of visiting the Sistine Chapel and that he asked for permission. And he thought from what he gathered, it thought it'd be OK. But again, didn't mean to disrespect anybody. And I apologize if I did anything wrong. <laughs> so I always feel like when these celebrities do this. They're just like you and I. We don't always know everything. And I, I've never been to the Sistine Chapel. I would like to go sometime if I ever get the opportunity. But unless there's like a big, huge sign that says no photography allowed, how is the guy supposed to know? So I've got two takes on this. On one hand, have you ever been to a museum in general? Usually yes. there are great big signs that say True. no flash photography. Right. On the other hand, is the flash from Game of Thrones super fan Sarah going to ruin the Sistine Chapel? No, <laughs> it's probably fine. <laughs> Good right. grief. I mean, technology has, you know, come leaps and bounds. I understand, you know, wanting to preserve the art, but at the same time, like, come on. It's the Sistine. If I'm in there, I'm taking a picture of it. It's the Sistine Chapel. Yes, exactly. I'm not going to go to I'm not going to go to the gift shop and buy the the photo on the postcard. I want my actual photo of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get it on a coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the other thing too, is and again, I don't I don't know much about photography and lights and all that. So I'm I'm just throwing this out there. Now, obviously the flash from say a camera from like your phone or a camera from say like your very expensive one with a flip-up flash that of course flashes. Is the light different? Will it, will it? Is the lighting, as far as the light effect on the artwork, going to be different than, say, 
the flash on your phone versus the flash on like your super expensive, you know, telescopic zoom camera? You know, that's an interesting question. I would think, but at the same time, like, I don't know. <laughs> I right. No now the other question too is now let me, let me throw this one out there. It, it, the, they said the flash can be harmful to the artwork. Now, yeah. if you turn the flash off, I'm assuming that's going to be okay. That's what I thought too. When you specify flash photography, that means I can go in there and not have any flash or, you know, record it on a video without the light on or anything like that. Right. I, that's fair game. So it's not so much that he's taking pictures within the Sistine Chapel. It's that there was flash going on as well. I, but you know, so there's, there's a picture of here of Momoa, what looks like a couple of guys that work in the museum. He's getting his photo taken from someone who's on their phone doing it. The lighting looks really good. I don't, again, I'm not a photographer, but I would assume with the lighting the way it is and how bright this picture looks, and this could just also be my computer too that I'm looking at, it looks like you may not need it. Well, I am 0.0007% Italian. I don't appreciate this is this is what it's doing to my culture. <laughs> You're offended by the the uh, the small percentage of Italian in you. Well, I mean, I wonder if that's really what it is. It's that this is, you know, it's a it's more of a cultural thing than a preserving the artwork kind of thing. Like right. you need to see it for yourself and, you know, indulge in like the tourism, which is what I'm sure they make a lot of money on is just bringing people to that area. So they want to encourage you to go see it for yourself and not just look at the pictures of Jason Momoa and his huge biceps in front of it. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I like how to throw in Jason Momoa's huge biceps. <laughs> yeah, well, I never miss an opportunity to acknowledge the biceps. Also, do you just think that maybe people are picking at him because he's got a new girlfriend? Maybe. Speaking of which, he does have a new girlfriend, allegedly, anyway. He is uh, allegedly dating a 32-year-old Aza Gonzalez. Now, if you don't know who Aza Gonzalez is, she was in the uh, the movie Ambulance. Um, I don't know. I think that's a, a Michael Bay film that just came out here, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. Um, haven't that's seen it, but I heard packed. it's action-packed. That's where, like, the speculation is coming from, because he went to the premiere. Right, yeah. And so... They just kind of started, obviously. Um, a source says that, you know, he's busy working on the next Fast and Furious film. And, you know, they, they're both busy, you know, so I think they're just trying to, you know, just kind of testing the waters, probably, probably seeing each other while, you know, they have the chance to, obviously, because I'm not sure where he's at working on Fast 10. And I don't know what she's working on now after Ambulance. But still, I mean, I think I think for Hollywood couples, that's kind of how you start. It's like, hey. Uh, let me pencil you in. I'm yeah. going to be. <laughs> my I'm, people I'm, will get in touch with your people. Yeah. My agent will get in touch with your agent. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to be tomorrow. <laughs> but hey, yeah. if you want to fly out. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is with these celebrity couples, you know, they almost have to literally fly out if they want to see each other to, to no matter where they're at. So say she's in, you know, L.A. and he's over in somewhere like, say, I don't know, the Caribbean. Hey, why don't you come fly out for a day or two and just come hang out? Okay. I mean, and that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot for like a third date. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care how much money <laughs> I have. You're telling me I've got to go through airport security and just to go on a date with, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I mean like, like normal day-to-day -day people like yourself and I, you know, we can't just tell somebody, Hey, just come fly out to where I'm at for a day, for a day after like the third date. Oh, is that and my problem? 
I keep telling people that. That's so weird. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't think that would that would go over too well. I mean, no. when, when my fiance and I were dating after the third date, if I said, hey, why don't you just fly out over to where I'm at? She'd be like, uh, A, I don't think I have the money just to fly <laughs> out to wherever you're at. And B, uh, I'm not quite ready to to be uh, able to, you know, ha- handle a couple of days, you know, just you know, I'm still kind of getting the know you phase. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand how, I mean, well, I guess this is just the peasant in me. I don't understand how celebrities like date. I don't know if I would be able to date as a celebrity or to date a celebrity. Cause it's like, especially actors. I mean, they gotta, they gotta kiss people and stuff. Like I won't, I don't want my boyfriend. Do, I don't want my husband doing that. No, you know, like, that seems kind of like, it's a whole different monster when you're dating in Hollywood. You know, and that's the thing too, is, I mean, it's a, I think it's a rarity that you see these couples last as long as they do. I mean, when you see couples like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, you got Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Uh, well, I mean, Jason Momoa, Lisa Bonet, they were married, like what? They were together like 20 years. Yeah. And, and Which yeah. Which is not the best example. Sorry. Well, true, true. And I think that if you work in the same business you know like Blake Lively and 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 Ryan Reynolds and you got Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel obviously when they're acting and of course there might be the occasional kiss or love scene I mean you I think as an actor actress and you see your 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 husband or your partner doing that you have to remember like oh okay this is this is part of the movie this is this is acting this is not yeah it's not them it's the character real life now we on the other side of that look what happened with Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston um, when he was filming Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Angelina Jolie. It, it's happened to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah they fall in, I mean, well, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard right. in the diaries. Yeah. Yeah. And now you got, of course, like uh, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. Now she's directing the film that Harry Styles and Florence Pugh are in. Don't worry, darling. And apparently there's a nice steamy scene between Harry and Florence. Now, Olivia's there to direct it. So I think that she could probably have a little, <laughs> she can kind of oversee making sure that nothing really blossoms between Harry and Florence Pugh. Oh yeah. I want chemistry, but, still, movie, but not yeah. with Dan. <laughs> but I mean, still, you, you, I would think in the back of your mind, you, there is that little voice that says, I'm not happy about this. I like to think that I'm not a jealous person, but I am territorial. And that right. I think would definitely be uncomfy and unacceptable. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, I think I read somewhere that when Ryan did the first Deadpool, and of course there's this, it's meant in a comical way, but the scene with, with he and, um, oh, I, her name is, I'm blanking on her name, his love interest in, in the I films. I yeah, I can see, see her face. Um, but anyway, it, there's there's some nakedness going on and is and the scene is meant to be in a comedic way obviously but i I think i read somewhere that blake obviously had a hard time with that because let's face it ryan doesn't really do a lot of those kinds of scenes yeah well i mean that's a very i mean you know to beat a dead horse it's a very intimate moment and when you share those with somebody and you literally Like here it is just with another person, but not like just like for the entire world to see. That would be, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to yeah. carry. Now I kind of wonder how when Lisa Bonet and and Jason Momoa were together. Obviously, he did 
the first season of Game of Thrones. And there were some scenes in Game of Thrones, which my fiance and I just recently finished. I had not seen Game of Thrones until this year. Oh, I know I'm a ow. bit behind the time. Yeah, trust me. I know I got a lot of flag from people about it, but I'm not judging. Um, <laughs> I've seen the last season, so you mean, yeah, <laughs> a loss is luster for me. <laughs> but the first season gold yeah you're oh right. yeah but there are some scenes with uh with he and amelia oh, clark yeah. that are very uncomfortable yeah and again there there is like full-blown nudity and to see you know your 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 husband your your significant other on on set like that going through that i mean it's like wow now, the the scene, I'm sure for all that have watched Game of Thrones, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> really, none of those scenes are really supposed to be that intimate, at least in the beginning part. Yeah. But I did read that Jason Momoa actually tried to lighten the mood where because apparently they, they wear certain things to cover all the bits and pieces that, for the I most part, are, are supposed to be seen. Yeah. So I, apparently he wore like a bright, pink fluffy sock <laughs> just to kind of lighten it up a little bit i know that you read amelia's comments on that yeah <laughs> she said she said yeah and he comes out wearing this big huge fluffy pink sock and then everyone's like uh so you're giving us details thank you <laughs> good yeah. grief amelia and then she immediately blushed and she was a mess but she's yeah. speaking of great actors I mean, she seems like the most bubbly person you've ever met. And then Daenerys in the show is so serious and oh, yeah. soft until mm -hmm. her growth. Oh, man, she's fantastic. Oh, I yeah. Thought, I thought great Jason actress. was fantastic, too. I was really. Oh. Yeah, great actress. Really yeah, she that. is. She'd be like one of those fun people you just want to hang out with. Oh, yeah. If it's. Yeah, sure. if, you, if I could pick a celebrity to be friends with for a day, it'd be her. It'd be her. Just. You? Yeah. For a day. Oh man. Um I think for me I would just like to sit and just have a beer with Harrison Ford and just let him talk. Oh, that is a fantastic choice. I was going to say you need to choose uh George Clooney cuz he always gives his friends gifts. Or <laughs> or Johnny Depp. Johnny yeah, Depp does Johnny, the same thing. He does the same thing. That's true. <laughs> I I think I would like to just sit and just listen to him because I feel like he is the and this is probably wrong of me to say. And I, and I, I love Harrison Ford. I think he has any role that he's been in. I mean, he's just blown it out of the water. And he's and he's played a lot of very iconic characters. Of course, Han Solo, Indiana Jones. Um, he's been the president of the United States. And I think that just to kind of hear him, just sit there and listen to him talk about his career. And what he's done and how he got to where he is. I would just sit and listen. Like I, I wouldn't want to just. I, I would be fine having a conversation with him, but I wouldn't want to ask all the big fanboy questions. I just want to sit there and listen to him. Yeah, just let him steer the conversation and just take yeah. it all. Oh, for sure. Exactly. That, Henry that's, Cavill would be good too. Yes, Henry he's Cavill. It would be. Yeah, he's a. He loves. Uh, which I found interesting is World of Warcraft. And and D and D. Yeah, like he's big in it. Like you would never think that if you just saw Henry Cavill, he'd be that would be what he'd be into. But he's all open about it. Like he gets all in depth, and I mean, he goes and he paints the little figurines. 
And yeah, he gets really in depth with it. I think that that's one of the reasons why uh, he's in uh, that series on Netflix, um, the the Witcher. the Witcher. Yeah, I mean he's great Is in he that, in- but he's he's played all the games. He's he's done. He's read the books. He knows all about the character. He's a super fan. I love it. He yeah. he does fantastic. I'm obsessed. And I, and I think when when you when you do shows like that, that's who you want to be the star is someone that is basically a 100% grade A nerd on the main character <laughs> because you know they're going to try and deliver the most accurate portrayal of that person. Oh yeah, it's like personal for them. It's it's crazy. And and I, and it makes the show so much better. Have you seen The Witcher? Uh yes, I love I love The Witcher. In fact, Henry Cavill as uh Superman never never struck my fancy whatsoever. The mm-hmm. Witcher I'm call me a teenager. I'm going to put posters up in my, in my room. I swear. I whole new level of respect and admiration for the guy. <laughs> I don't need Henry Cavill with the S on his chest. I want Henry Cavill with the long white hair. Oh yeah. With the dirt and gr- hasn't showered in three months. Yes. Give me that one. Thank you. <laughs> I want the dirty Henry Cavill. I don't want the clean schoolboy Henry Cavill. Oh yeah. Well, and then there's like that, uh, that term like, Oh, he, he cleans up real nice. No, no. Henry Cavill has created a whole new genre, uh, grimes up good. I don't want the clean cut in the suit. No. Um, yeah. The peasant yep. shirt with like the leather pants. I, I don't mean that <laughs> in like a weird way. You know what I mean? Like the, the period pieces. Yes. <laughs> to yeah. wear. That's what, it. Whatever the witcher wears, that's what I want to see Henry Cavill in. Yes. Although his contacts do kind of freak me out in the witcher. Yeah. Creepy. But they do, but they do a really good job. I, my, oh. my fiance and I watched it. I wasn't sure if if we were we weren't sure if we were going to like it. We heard so many great things about it. We've never played the games. We never read any of the the, the source material on it. Me either. But but watching it, you're just like, whoa. This is like now. I I kind of want to go and play the game just because I want to see compare it to the show. Me too. I don't even like. I don't really play video games either. And I just I'm like I will play this game just because. It's super cool. Like this, I'm, I'm, I'm into the universe now. It's fine. Now you wonder that the the person that they got to voice the Witcher in the games, if if they're gonna make a switch and like, do you think Henry would want to voice uh, Geralt in the uh, upcoming Witcher video games from now on? Oh, dude, if that happened, I would feel so bad for that voice actor. I know that'd be I so like, you can. yeah, because he's got like that gruff, you know, grovelly voice and. And he's got it down so well. You kind of wonder, like, after a while, after he's done filming, if he's got to drink some, like, tea and honey or something just to kind of make sure his throat's not all hoarse and yeah. know, sore afterward. Oh, I bet you're right. Well, hot tea and honey. Maybe a little whiskey in there, too. Hey, you know, if it, if it helps, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I would think that it would. I would tell myself that it did. <laughs> this is helping me it's it's yeah this is medicine it's all part of it it's all part of the 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 elixirs i drink it's all good don't oh, worry yeah, about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man well moving on to something that uh people have been really paying attention to shyler not really you know trying to you know point you out or anything but oh, uh, i read somewhere <laughs> that people are paying more attention to this than the war in Ukraine, the Roe v. Wade thing. People pay more attention to this. So the other things that really affect other people's lives, we are paying more attention to this. And that is, of course, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And so our Johnny Depp, Amber Heard correspondent, 
our aficionado, our expert on it, Shiler. Amber Heard was on the witness trial this week, so why don't you give us a recap of what all went down this week? I'd be glad to. Um, and if my boss is listening right now, I was working yesterday, not watching the trial. I was being very <laughs> responsible with my time. Um, but I did watch <laughs> I did watch a lot of it yesterday. Um, just because so Amber's done um on the stand. She's already given her testimony and everything. Um, but her friends have also joined the fray. And one thing that I noticed, um, uh, because of course I had to do my little research, Amber's friends, um, Io and Rocky. Both testified on her behalf, but neither one of them are still friends with her. Oh. In fact, their friendships seem to have fallen off right around the time of this defamation case. It's been six months to a year since either one of these people has spent any intimate time with Amber. They just kind of kind of cleaned their hands of the entire situation. Um, I noticed comparing the testimonies of the friends and the specific incidences with what Amber has testified, they're mostly the same, which is a good thing. I mean, they're mostly the same, so it seems like they're telling the truth, except there are some very key parts missing, like physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, Amber's like, oh, well, um, Johnny Depp twisted my friend's arm and said how— how do you know how many pounds of pressure it takes to break a human wrist? But another one of the friends even said that they that he had touched the other friend. So it almost seems like maybe these embellishments have been thrown in by Amber because she had a more intimate like front seat to Johnny. Or so maybe it only happened in front of her because Johnny felt like he could trust her. Or maybe it didn't happen. <laughs> it's just I don't. Um, her sister also took the stand. Um, and this is going to get into a little bit of the stare incident. Um, her sister says that Johnny struck her in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also testifies that they were very, very close and even had nicknames for each other. In fact, if you go into some of the text messages that they had exchanged, um, she is her sister. Whitney is saved in Johnny's phone as sis, which I guess isn't completely out of the ordinary. I know that my sister-in-law does not have me saved as sis, and I don't have my brother-in-law saved as bro, but it, right. I, I found that to be a little, another intimate detail. It seemed like they got along very, very well. In fact, she even joked that she was like their resident marriage counselor because uh, she had lived with them. Um, Rocky, <laughs> when I watch Rocky's testimony, this is one of um, Amber's friends, I noticed the first day of testimony, it was very like meat and potatoes. This is what you got. This is what happened. Very vague, noncommittal, just the facts. However, the next day she comes in with way more specifics. It's a little more theatrical, a little more animated. So it almost feels like maybe a rehearsal was conducted after her first day of her deposition. Um, Okay. Moving back to Whitney, Amber's sister. So she had moved out of Johnny's place after the stairs incident. Remember, um, Amber kind of dropped the ball and was like, oh, it reminded me of the Kate Moss incident. So that's the first time. And she says the only time she struck Johnny. She -hmm. said that she thought that um, Johnny might try to throw her sister down the stairs. So she walloped him and landed a hit on him. And she, since Whitney moved out after the fact, you would assume that it's because of Johnny. You know, Johnny might have made her feel unsafe 
when he was going after Amber or when he pushed her or whatever. But it turns out it might be because of Amber's abuse. One of Whitney's friends, um, her name is Jennifer, she moved in with her after that incident. <laughs> Who Jennifer, she testified in the UK trial. And then she goes on to, um, to tweet through Whitney's testimony, live tweeting her responses, saying like, I never, I never like took her in because of Johnny. She doesn't say it in so many words. She just says, quote, she took, uh, I'm sorry. So she took Whitney in due to quote, her suffering from the hand of an abusive older sister. Then she added in a link tweet, quote, I took someone in for 11 months and everything they said while here is not what they said under oath. So oh. what Whitney has told her in her home through the 11 months that she was taking refuge there away from Amber makes it, or, or Johnny, makes it seem that whatever Whitney is saying on the stand, which is saying, you know, everything against Johnny is, isn't the same story. So in one hand, it was Amber. Now today it's Johnny. She's, she said that she, for one, never lied under oath, but she feels like Whitney is. Um, There's also another, uh, there's a makeup artist who testified that she did have to cover bruises on Amber's face. Um, She treated like, I think the, the um, busted lip, a couple black eyes, Never mentioned anything about a broken nose, but she did say that there was some injuries that she did have to cover up um, with with makeup, but she never saw any physical violence. She did hear arguing, but she never saw anybody strike one another. Um, but she as well is no longer employed or friends with Amber. They, you know, they started out as makeup artists and, and client and then they became friends and now they want nothing to do with one another. So why have them testify? <laughs> I. You know, you know, I think I think they were picked. I think that they were picked because of necessity and not because they wanted to testify for Amber. This this feels very much like, OK, I'll do it, but I don't ever want to hear from you again because it, right. it feels very awkward. These people understand like. There's just like, not a lot of like genuine emotion. It's just like, that's my sister. I do anything to protect her. Girl, if my sister is being accused of beating her husband, I would be sobbing. I would be fighting. I would do anything I could, like, to help her. It doesn't, it, it seems, like I said, it seems very rehearsed. It seems very forced. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Even Amber's acting coach took the stand and said that Amber isn't very good at fake crying. Sis, we know we know she ain't good at fake crime. We've been seeing it for the last week and a half, sis. I don't understand. Ugh. Well, one of the things that I that I saw, I, I caught a few clips of the, of the uh, trial, is while on the stand they were showing photos of, of Amber and Johnny at different premieres. I think one of them was for Aquaman. And so mm-hmm. Johnny's lawyer goes, okay, this is this is you and Johnny at the Aquaman premiere. Yes, I I don't see any any bruising i don't see any abrasions i don't see any any injuries to your face and every response to that from amber was none that you can see i think that was one of my favorite lines was every answer was well i don't see anything none that you can see okay okay what does that mean yeah i mean were were we supposed to see i i guess i i don't understand as i I obviously that is a um a lawyer given answer when 
they're going to show pictures. None of them have injuries. Your answer is none that you yeah. can see. Yeah, Th- that's going to be me in the zombie apocalypse. Have, have you been beat? Have you been bitten by a zombie? Not that you can see. <laughs> nope, you can't prove okay. it. You can't prove it. Leave me alone. You can't yeah. hurt me. That's it's so like the whole point of this is that you need to have evidence. You need to have stuff that backs up your story. And for for her to be like not hit with hearsay until like the cross examine or the redirect was so insane to me because I really feel like hearsay was all over the point the the place when Johnny was on stand, and it's still prevalent because there is some he said she said, but she is she's getting <laughs> she's getting not hit at all as hard as I thought she would be. Um, Camille Vasquez absolutely killed it with her cross examination of Amber. She was, she was relentless. Um, it, she, she should be running her own law firm. Like coming soon, Vasquez. Like she's, <laughs> all, she's coming on the soon on the scene, guns blazing. All the uh, the high profile celebrities that need a lawyer are gonna be like, you know what? I want her. That's who I want. She's basically auditioning her role as you need help out of a defamation trial. I'm your lawyer. And even there was, I'm not sure which day it was, all of them kind of blend together when you're watching court cases, but there was a day where there was an, oh, well, it was when Camille was, um, was questioning Amber. And obviously there's a lot of coldness there. And I read, I read a couple things. I read that they chose Camille to be the, uh, to be the one to question Amber during the cross-examination because she is a beautiful young woman. And that is why she has been sitting very closely with Johnny through the first half of this trial. So oh. she has been like sitting with Johnny. So he's the like when he's drawn his little thingy, like his little doodles and stuff. That's who he he shows it to um, both of his attorneys. But you know she'll like giggle and play with her hair and like that's all a ploy to get Amber to like get ticked off to lose her cool and to show us exactly who she really is. And when she had said. Um, you know, you've looked at Johnny quite a bit through this case, haven't you? But he won't look at you. No, he won't look at me. I don't, I don't, I don't know whether, why that is. Oh, you know why that is. Because he said, you will never see my eyes again. And he stuck to that, didn't he? She said that the re- <laughs> when her lawyer redirects, she said, uh, she addressed the jury and said, he, he won't look at her because he's guilty and he knows he's guilty. And Johnny turns to his attorneys and says, I don't want to. I don't want to. You can see his mouth. Yeah. And you think he did that on purpose. It's very exaggerated. It's like, why, why else wouldn't he look at me? And he turns to his attorney. I don't want to. <laughs> Just pure Jack Sparrow energy coming through on that as well. Her, um, another one of her friends, I think this was a disposition. Yeah, I think this was a disposition that had been, been done previously. But he, he testified, girl, this is the mess. Amber's friend testified that Amber, Elon Musk, and Kara Delevingne, is it Delevingne? Am I mm-hmm. saying her name? Um, we're having a little um, intimate moments oh. together. Through all together, just the three of them, just having, having fun. Good old adult fun during her marriage to Johnny Depp. Oh. Oh. Elon Mollusk. No wonder he can't stand that man. Like, I know. <laughs> and James Franco, like there was a clip of James Franco yeah. letting him into the penthouse and he touched her face. 
And she said, oh, it's because I had a bruise on it. And he he was so sad. And he was just, oh, what happened to you? You poor thing, because he's my friend. It's like, girl, girl, bye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Intimate. Obviously, we, there's some stuff that come out about James Franco lately that, you know, people have kind of shied away from James Franco. Yes. Um, Cara Delevingne, that's another story. There's some Elon, stuff about her yeah, as well. Oh, my exactly. Goodness. Elon Musk, again, kind of a weird dude. Not going to yeah. lie. I know he's he's Tesla man, but. I yeah, he gives me some bad juju. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't ever want to hang around Elon Musk. Let's just put it that way. Let me tell you this. Okay, this was super funny. I was watching um, last week when the trial was on break. Um, this came up as like a suggested video I should watch on YouTube, and it is a live AMA that Johnny Depp is doing for his fans. You know, whatever. So I'm like, you know what? I might learn a thing or two. I went ahead and clicked on it. Was listening to it. And I just so happened to look up at the screen when the ad popped up. The ad popped up and said, this stream is sponsored by Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> and it signed Elon Musk. And I was like, oh, oh my, God. what in the paid advertise? Like this is, oh my, I don't know if this is just like a recurring thing that Tesla and Elon do with YouTube to support, you know, the YouTube live streams and stuff, try Maybe. to get that and more popular but if if this was an accident or i'm sorry if this was on purpose hats off to elon's team hats off that was fantastic i can't believe i saw that and was like am i seeing things i even screenshotted it or like took a picture of it i gotta get this i'm hoping that it's just like just a random that's just the ad that popped up for it but then again i you know what who knows Honestly, I'm kind of hoping that that's the olive branch that Elon Musk is trying to give to Johnny Depp. I'm like, see, I'll, I'll, I'll sponsor your live stream. Yeah, please just quit saying my name in that damn trial. Please, <laughs> sh- sh- ruining my brand. I'm <laughs> no trying to acquire to- Twitter here. Yeah, do you want to go into space with me? Come on. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> what do I got to do? <laughs> Uh, well, we'll have more next week, of course, on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. But uh, kind of wrapping things up, we always like to do kind of a what story. And I don't know if you saw this, but apparently, if if you know anything about Cardi B, she wears very long fingernails. She says she's been doing it since she was like 10. And apparently someone asked her, how do you change the diapers on your kid with those long fingernails? So what did Cardi do? She gave them all a diaper tutorial on how she changes her kid's diaper with the long fingernails. And I think people were kind of wondering or probably thinking oh this is going to be a disaster there's no way but lo and behold cardi b is like look i'll give you a tutorial i do it the exact same way any other parent would do and she did the whole video from start to finish she did it on a teddy bear of takes a diaper takes a little onesie off rips open the diaper shows how she wipes especially if there's you know some some poo in there Shows how she used the diaper to wipe it off, seals it up, slides a new diaper on, buttons it right back up. And and honestly, to me, that, yeah, okay, cool. If you need a tutorial on how to change your kid's diaper, just watch Cardi B do it. But really the star of the video is culture because she pops in and she's just like interrupting during the thing. Mommy, mommy, what are you doing to the bear? Mommy, why are you cleaning his butt? And, and so and, and Cardi's laughing, going, 
it's a long story, honey. It's a long story, honey. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she's coming. <laughs> Coach is just sitting there like, what are you doing to this? Why are you doing this to the bear? It's hilarious. Like, and honestly. In my moment, mom. Yeah. I mean, honestly, good for her. If if, you're, if your young daughter, your three-year-old daughter needs to ask, why are you doing this? I think the person that asked, how do you why, how do you clean your your baby's diaper? Should probably feel a little bad, like oh. yeah. It would have been so funny if Cardi was like looking into the camera, just staring, like I don't know, why am I doing this? Culture, <laughs> explain know. explain to my followers why am I doing this? <laughs> uh, but if you have not seen it, it's on Cardi's Twitter. Uh, we also have it up on our uh, B1029 Facebook page, too. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We drop new episodes every Friday at 3 p.m. Wherever you can get your podcasts, that's where we have them. You can also uh, get links, to on our website, B1029.com. For Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029, and we'll catch you next week.